1: Hola, bienvenidos a Coffee Break Spanish. Estamos hoy? Welcome back to Coffee Break Spanish. This lesson, number 56, continues to look at the preterite tense. However, we're going to be looking at certain verbs which have interesting spelling issues, shall we say, in the preterite tense. Verbs like tocar and jugar. Because of the endings of the preterite tense, we have to insert some extra letters into the conjugation of these verbs. It will all become clear in this lesson. I hope you enjoy it. Now, before we get into the new content for today's lesson, let's review some of what we covered last week. Cara, can you remember how to conjugate the verbs that we learned last week in the preterite tense? Maybe. <laughs> okay, let's begin with ir. The verb ir means? To go. And ir in the present starts with? Boy. Boy, okay, so boy va vamos a You know that, everyone knows that. But let's think about ir in the preterite. It changes somewhat, doesn't it? How would you say I went? Fui. Muy bien, Fui. So, if I went as fui, how would you say, for example, we went? Fuimos. Muy bien. Fuimos. Now, the other verbs that we looked at last week were hacer, ver, and dar. What does hacer mean? To do. To do. And there's another meaning of hacer sometimes means. To make? Yeah, ther to do or to make. And remember, obviously, if you're in Latin America, you wouldn't say ther, but a ser. Now, what about ver? To see. To see, that's right. So, ver, to see, and we also looked at dar. Dar means? To give. To give. We've also come across dar in a couple of idiomatic senses. Can you remember how to say, for example, to throw a party?
2: Dar una fiesta.
1: Dar una fiesta. So, putting this into the preterite, how would you say, I gave or I threw a party?
2: Di una fiesta.
1: Muy bien. You remember that dar becomes di in the preterite tense. Let's go through the whole of dar. We started with, I gave. Di. You gave. He, she or it gave. Uh Dio. And that's also used for the usted form as well. Usted dio. We gave. Dimas. You gave. That's the plural form in Spain. Disteis. Disteis. Muy bien. And they gave. Dieron. Dieron. Muy bien. Now, they gave, the dieron form is also used for ustedes. The plural polite form, or the plural form used throughout Latin America, dieron. So that was di, diste, dio, dimos, diste, dieron. Let's look at hacer, and we'll use the Spanish pronunciation to begin with. So, hacer in the preterite tense becomes, I did. Hice. Hice, muy bien. And then if hice is I did, how would you say you did? Hiciste. Hiciste. Perfecto. Hiciste. And then this one was tricky. It was he did. Hizo. Hizo. That's right. So he did, she did, it did, and indeed usted did, you did, the the polite form. Hizo. H-I-Z-O. And then the we did form?
2: Hicimos. Hicimos.
1: Hicimos. That's right. What's your stress? It's hicimos. Hicimos.
2: Hicimos.
1: And... You all plural informal Spain form? Ice. Now you should about that. What's the form for the you informal singular?
2: Hiciste.
1: Yeah, so if it's hiciste in the tu form, what's the vosotros form?
2: Hicisteis.
1: Hicisteis. Yeah, okay. Hicisteis. And then finally, they did or they made? Hicieron. Hicieron. And, of course, using Latin American pronunciation, that would be
2: Perfecto.
1: Now, you may be wondering, what about all these other verbs that we've covered in the present tense, which are irregular? I'm thinking about verbs like estar, ser and perhaps tener. What about these in the preterite tense? Well, in actual fact, we're going to leave these just now because it's quite tricky to explain where and when these verbs are used in the preterite. If you think about the preterite as this narrative tense, I did something, I arrived, I uh, reached the port, I jumped on board the ship, I set sail, and so on. It's slightly different when you say... I was or I had because that's not so much narrative, it's more describing. And when you're describing things in the past, you do use another tense, which we'll come to in a couple of weeks time. So we're going to leave these verbs for the time being and look instead at a few other verbs. And the first group of verbs that we're going to look at are radical changing verbs. Now, can you remember an example of a radical changing verb, Cara?
2: How about pensar?
1: Pensar, perfecto. Now, per- pensar, what is the radical change involved in pensar?
2: The E changes to an IE.
1: Yeah, in the present tense, the E changes to an IE. So you have pienso, piensas, piensa, but pensamos, pensais, piensan. Now, if we think about the preterite tense, now we're going back to our regular preterite tense endings. Pensar is an AR verb, so what's the I form of pensar? Pensé. Pensé. And where, tell me, is the stress on that word?
2: On the last syllable?
1: Exactly, it's on the last syllable. So, compare pienso and pensé.
2: The stress on the present tense is on the IE and the stress when it's in the preterite is on the last syllable.
1: Exactly. So when the stress is not on that first syllable of the verb, in the case of the infinitive pensar, when the stress is not on that syllable, you don't need the radical change. Think of pienso, but pensamos, you don't say piensamos, you don't need to say piensamos because the stress is not on that first syllable. But pienso, piensas, piensa, the stress is on the first syllable. However, in the preterite, the first syllable is never stressed. Before we go through the whole of pensar, let's remind ourselves of the regular endings of the preterite tense of an AR verb. Cara, can you remember what they are? Just the endings.
2: Mhm. E, aste o, amos, estes, aron.
1: Yeah, just watch. Amos, estes, aron.
2: Amos, estes, aron. That's
1: it. Yeah. So, taking pensar, let's think through the verb. You would have I thought. Pensé. Yeah. You thought.
2: Pensaste.
1: He, she, it thought. Pensó. Uh huh. We thought.
2: Pensamos. You thought. Pensasteis. They thought. Pensaron.
1: Okay, so first of all, let's consider as a really good example the he, she, or it thought as a narrative tense in the past using the preterite. Pensó. Pensó. And compare that with the I think in the present tense form. Pienso. Okay, so in the present tense we've got pienso displaying the radical change and in the preterite we've got pensó, not displaying the radical change because the stressed syllable isn't the syllable that's going to change. Pensó. Pensó. As opposed to pienso. Pienso. So the bottom line here is that in fact when you're talking about a regular verb in the preterite tense you won't notice the radical change at all because most of the time, certainly all of the time with regular verbs, the stress is not on the syllable that would otherwise have the radical change in it. Okay, while we're talking about other types of verbs, let's just mention reflexive verbs. And reflexive verbs are very straightforward in the preterite tense because, once again, you just use the reflexive pronoun and combine it with the conjugated verb in the preterite tense. Let's take levantarse. Levantarse means
2: to get up.
1: To get up, that's right. Levantarse, to get up. So let's take levantarse in the preterite tense. We need the reflexive pronoun plus the conjugated verb. And of course, we've just gone through the AR endings. e, o. Amos, So, let's conjugate this. I got up. Would be?
2: Me levanté.
1: Muy bien, me levanté. So you got up would be?
2: Te levantaste.
1: Te levantaste. And he, she or it got up?
2: Se levó.
1: Now I think you're maybe getting mixed up with French there. Um, (laughs) Se levantó.
2: Se levantó.
1: Se levantó.
2: Se levantó.
1: Se Se levantó.
2: Se levantó.
1: Okay, remember because it's levanto in the present tense, me levanto, but se levantó.
2: Se levantó.
1: Nos levantamos.
2: Nos levantamos.
1: That's the same as the present, okay, it's the same as the present tense, nos levantamos. Os levantasteis.
2: Os levantasteis.
1: Se levantaron.
2: Se levantaron.
1: Se levantaron
2: se levantaron,
1: bueno cara, a qué hora te levantaste hoy
2: me levanté a las ocho
1: te levantaste a las ocho, sí qué suerte yo me levanté a las seis,
2: oh,
1: watch that there, did you hear how i I give my own time that I got up there? I said, yo me levanté. A las seis. I was putting in the yo there. I didn't need to put in the yo, but I put it in for extra stress. Cara se levantó a las ocho y yo me levanté a las seis. And the yo is in there for stress. Okay, let's take this a little further and let's look at another verb, another reflexive verb in the preterite. Let's look at mm, ducharse. Ducharse means? To shower. Yeah, to share, to have a share. So ducharse becomes in a conjugated form. Me duché.
2: Me duché.
1: Te duchaste.
2: Te duchaste. Se duchó. Se duchó.
1: Nos duchamos.
2: Nos duchamos.
1: Os duchasteis.
2: Os duchasteis.
1: Se ducharon.
2: Se ducharon.
1: Entonces, cara, ¿a qué hora te duchaste esta mañana?
2: Me me duché a las ocho y media
1: okay now just double check the stress there how do you say I showered myself me duché me duché me duché a las ocho y media
2: me duché a las ocho y media
1: a qué hora saliste de la casa
2: salí a las diez y media
1: a las diez y media vale sí. Y a qué hora llegaste a la universidad?
2: Llegué a la universidad a las once y media.
1: Muy bien. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. Now, if you'd like to get more out of your Coffee Break Spanish experience, then you can sign up for the full premium version of our course, and that includes video versions of our lessons, where you'll see the words and phrases on the screen of your device while you listen. There's also a set of lesson notes for every lesson, with vocabulary and additional examples, and bonus audio. All of our premium courses are available at the Coffee Break Academy. That's at coffeebreakacademy.com Okay, this llegar is a fantastic example because we get to talk about geeky Spanish spelling things. Okay, now llegar in the present tense would be a standard regular verb. Yeah, yeah. Llego, llegas, llega, llegamos, llegáis, llegan. Let's think about the preterite. We've got the normal endings of the preterite. E, este, o, oh, amos, aron. Okay, so that's the normal AR endings in the preterite tense. Let's think of LLEGAR and let's think of how you would say I ARRIVED. LLEGAR. LLEGAR. Now, think of how you would spell that. L-L-E-G is the root of the verb, yeah, if you take the AR of the infinitive. Yeah. And then you add an E, ACUTE. Yep. So you've got L, L, E, G, E, acute, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, what do you know about G followed by E in Spanish? Think of the word, for example, the word for general.
2: You'd have to make it a sound.
1: Yeah, so the word for general is general. You would have to say, However, that sounds very strange. Nobody would ever say, I arrived by saying, That sounds really strange. You have to say, So, to make the G into a hard G sound, even though it's got to be followed by the E, you add in a U. It's a silent U, so it becomes
2: LIEGE.
1: Okay. So that's just one of those little spelling changes that happens because of the use of the E in the preterite tense. Llegué, llegaste, llegó, llegamos, llegasteis, llegaron.
2: So there's only a U in the first person.
1: Exactly right. Okay. I've just thought of another example of this. How do you say to play in Spanish? Jugar. Jugar. So to say I played at football, you would say...
2: Chougue.
1: al football. And what would happen to the juge?
2: You would need a u-e.
1: Exactly. You would spell that j-u-g-u-e acute. Chougue. Chougue. But the u is silent in there. Well, the second u, the first u obviously has to be pronounced. But the second u is silent. Chougue.
2: Chougue.
1: al football.
2: Chougue al football.
1: Okay. Now, there are these spelling changes that do come up from time to time. I'm thinking as well of verbs that end in CAR, C-A-R. For example, TOCAR, TOCAR UN INSTRUMENTO, TOCAR EL PIANO, TOCAR LA GUITARRA. And in this case, the spelling change is from TOCAR, with a C in the infinitive, to a Q-U in the preterite. So it becomes TOQUE, T-O, Q-U-E, ACUTE. The other parts stay the same. So try toque. Toque. Toque tocaste. Tocó. Tocamos. Tocasteis. Tocaron.
2: <laughs> toque tocaste. Tocó. Tocamos. Tocasteis. Tocaron.
1: Okay, that was just to see if you were still awake, Cara. I know that all this grammar can get kind of complicated and maybe a little tedious, but hopefully it's useful to everyone. Now, we are going to be doing next week some little tests on all this preterite stuff because, ah. yeah, afraid so. We're going to do some more of our um, personality quizzes and you're going to be guessing who the personality is. And for that, we're going to need two verbs. And that is nacer,
2: nacer,
1: or nacer in uh, Latin American Spanish. And that means to be born, and morir, morir. Morir is the opposite of to be born. To die. To die, yeah. And if we're talking about someone else, we would say nació. Nació. He was born or she was born. And how would you say I was born? Naci. Naci. Uh Naci or naci. Naci en 1972. When was I born, Cara?
2: 19...
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you got that bit right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was the, the second part?
1: 1972. 1972.
2: 1972.
1: Uh, so, nathi, and then to talk about someone else, nació. Um, to talk about someone else dying, you would say murió. Murió. And although it's not likely ever to be used, um, you might be interested to know that to say I died, you would say Morí. Morí. Okay, so it's not Muri, but mori. Mori. Ok, ok. We're going to get back to that next time with more uh, personality quizzes. And you'll need to recognise Nathio and Morio for the personality quizzes. But in the meantime, we're going to cover one more thing before finishing off today. And that is indirect object pronouns. Last week, I mentioned to say to give something to him or to her. We use the word Le. 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 So for example, le di un regalo.
2: I gave her or him a present.
1: I gave her or him a present. And in Spanish you have to say I gave to her or to him a present because the le means to her or to him. Now we've come across this before, and I think what people didn't realize last week was that it's exactly the same as me gusta. Okay, because me means to me, gusta, is pleasing. Me gusta la música. To me is pleasing the music. I like music. Me gusta la música.
2: Me gusta la música.
1: Cara, how do you say, do you like music?
2: Te gusta la música.
1: Te gusta la música. Exactly. So the verb doesn't change in this situation because we're saying to you is pleasing the music. Te gusta la música.
2: Te gusta la música.
1: Equally, I can say, te di un regalo. Gracias. I gave <laughs> to you a present. Te di un regalo.
2: Te di un regalo.
1: Me diste un regalo.
2: Me diste un regalo.
1: To me, you gave a present. And so, coming to, to him or to her, which we've already looked at, Le di un regalo, I gave to him or to her a present. And equally, when we're saying he or she likes, to him or to her is pleasing. Le gusta.
2: Le gusta.
1: Okay, so it's this le that's to him or to her. If we want to say to us, we use the word nos. Nos. So that's to us is pleasing. Nos gusta la música.
2: Nos gusta la música.
1: Or, in the dar example, you gave us a present. Nos diste un regalo.
2: Nos diste un regalo.
1: Nos diste un regalo.
2: Nos diste un regalo.
1: Okay. The you plural in in Spain form would be us. Us. So, we gave you... A present to you, we gave a present. Os dimos un regalo.
2: Os dimos un regalo.
1: And uh, comparing that with the gustar to you is pleasing music. Os gusta la música.
2: Os gusta la música.
1: Okay, so we've got nos, os. And then to them is les. Les. So to them is pleasing music.
2: Les gusta la música.
1: Les gusta la música. And to them, we gave a present.
2: Les dimos un regalo.
1: Les dimos un regalo. So all of your indirect object pronouns are me, te, le, nos os les
2: Me, te le nos os les
1: muy bien we will be coming across more pronouns as we work our way through these lessons and don't worry too much about these it's the most important thing is that you recognize them when you hear them and work out what they mean from the context around them And that's where we're going to leave it today for this edition of Coffee Break Spanish. Thanks for joining us and we hope it's been useful. You can join the Coffee Break Spanish community on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeebreakspanish and follow at Learn Spanish on Twitter. Muchas gracias y hasta pronto. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the
0: ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS.